Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. It's Wednesday. It was the night before the night before Christmas. And we're here for backdoor cover. Hit the high board. Let's go. What is good? It's algo time. Back to back episodes, Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm Micah. I'm joined by Brad and live from Mexico. Can't miss Mitch. Hola, Mitch. Hola. What's happening, boy? What's going on, homeboy? Another week. How many podcasts? That's right. How many podcasts do you know that are going international to bring you the algo? None. Just this one. Mitch, how is uh, sunny Mexico right now? Well, look, I mean, you know, it's, it's a seven-hour dri- seven drive from Austin, but you should see this place <laughs> that I'm at. My wife's family, I I should be slinging kilos from here. Um, this place is next level. I feel like I'm in a Mexican villa. I don't know where I am. She described it as a ranch. So living in Texas, we think a ranch, you know, a lot of dirt, maybe some <laughs> wild game. This is nothing like it. This is an estate, and I feel like an absolute baller right now. This was going to be my next question because you told us you were going to a ranch, but what is this ranch like? And it sounds like uh, it's a Pablo Escobar style ranch. It, it's a giant compound. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's a compound. This place is uh, it, it's pretty special. So I'm feeling like a boss. Compound day, Mitch. Going 12 and 3 last Ooh. week. How about that? Let boy? me give you one. How about that? Oh, hell yes. Mitch is on fire with the algo, and so is this podcast. We thank you for listening. We also thank you for listening to Micah's Mind of Micah. Mind of Micah. That's go. the name of my podcast. I'll remember it. You can check out Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter as well. Of course, the subscription link is in the description of this podcast. Without further ado, let's get right to it. We've got uh, no Thursday night game this week. We're done with Thursday nighters. Uh, but we do have a Friday, a Christmas Day game, a gift of football. How excited are you guys to watch football on Christmas? I'm jacked because I'm in the fantasy uh, playoff finals, and I've got a guy going. I've got uh, Jefferson, the receiver for the Vikings going. Yeah, fuck you, Brad. So I'm very excited. I am, uh, yes, hyped. How about you, Mitch? I'm actually not going to watch any sports yeah, the entire right. week. So I, I, nobody I, believes I mean, that. I look at, I look at, I will look at the scores on my phone, but we will not be watching any NFL games here in Mexico. Mitch, will you be That's gambling? Duh. <laughs> Of course. What kind of irregardless kind of, of watching, irregardless of viewership, Mitch is putting money on the line every week. It's it's a guarantee. I have to. The, the, you the you must trust the process. As sure as the sun will rise, Mitch to. is gambling. I mean, if you're standing in front of an ATM machine, it's just spitting out hundred dollar bills. Are you going to walk away? No, you're going to stay right. there and collect. Right. Uh, there are five NBA games on New Year's or on Christmas Day. They're all dope. And I am excited for that. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to watch some of them and not, uh, you know, burdened with Christmas Hallmark movies or some bullshit. But let's not talk about that. Let's talk about football. Let's start with the Friday game uh, again, Mitch. What was our what was your record last week, and where do we stand on the season? 
we were 12 and three last week. Um, by the way, you I got off the a- best Instagram post ever in, uh, in the history of your feed yesterday or earlier this week. Uh, so shouts to everybody who's following and you should be following right now. It's what is it? It's, uh, via Al. What is it? Value, Value index, index Algo. Album. I Correct. Can get it together. On Instagram. Yeah, go check that right now. And what are we on the season, Mitch? Uh, good question. Um, we'll have to tally know. those up. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I, I think we're like 97 and 69 or something like that. So I, I don't nice. have any of me. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty special, though. All right. Let's get to uh, the uh, a Christmas gift for the National Football League. The New Orleans Saints uh, are at home against the Minnesota Vikings. This is a seven-point uh, New Orleans uh, seven. You got to give seven if you like New Orleans. I'm I'm a little too jacked on Boom and Loud. I just got off the Peloton. Shouts to all the bad boys of Pelly out there. Saints seven-point favorites at home against a Minnesota team that lost last week and is a hundred percent eliminated from any playoff contention. Uh, another disappointing season in Minnesota. New Orleans did not look great in the first half yes, uh, last week against the Chiefs, although if they fall on that, that what was it, a block punt, whatever that thing was where the ball was in the end zone, instead of or it was a, a fumble on a punt return. If they fall on that and score a touchdown, this game is uh, perhaps different against the Chiefs. They still lose by three at home against Kansas City, but this week, they get to bounce back against Minnesota. Drew Brees has had another week to react to NFL speed. Seven points if you like the Saints, you got to give. Mitch, what does the Algo say? Yeah, I mean, the Algo loved New Orleans last week. Even with Brees coming back, looked a little rusty. He got back in the swing of things. A couple plays didn't go their way, and we ended up pushing. So, again, if you, you know, that line was two and a half last week against KC, you better be buying that up to three. It's two and a half nothing for you um we're counting that as a push it's something that i always emphasize well, let's talk about friday uh these teams are going in two different directions one is going home early and the other is going to be a legitimate playoff contender uh the same team is legit i mean they contain Mahomes for quite some time and uh, i think this is going to be a runaway game for new orleans yago has the Saints winning 28 to 19 uh giving you two points of value on the Saints, and I feel very good. I mean, the Vikings are just not very good defensively, and um, Bree should absolutely tear this team apart. Nice. I like it. What do you think, Brad? Yeah, no, I'm with you, Mitch. And it's a good point to talk through that uh, three-point spreads, seven-point spreads, buying up, buying down where, where you should end up at with your bets on these. Um, but yeah, I feel pretty good about New Orleans easily uh, putting Minnesota down. So I'm with you, Mitch. I'm with the Algo. Love it. I like the Saints here too. Uh, all right, on to Sunday, where we've got a bunch of games. Uh, Detroit hosts Tampa Bay. Detroit is getting nine and a half points, which seems like a million basically. But that being said, the Lions are also determining who can coach this weekend after so many COVID positives. They've had uh, already had two head coaches this season, and they may need a third. The team has closed their facility on Tuesday after a pair of co- positive tests and placed practice squad linebacker on the COVID reserve list. The other person who tested positive has not been identified, but contract tracing has led to questions about which coaches will actually be available to coach. 
And okay. uh, per the report, the interim coach, Daryl Bevel, and almost all of the defensive coaches have been identified as close contacts. So that's uh, that's something. So who knows who actually coaches this Detroit team? They suck no matter what, though. Yeah, it would be a mercy uh, for Detroit not to have to play this game. But nine and a half is so many points at home. Detroit. If you like Detroit, you get nine and a half. If you like Tampa, you got to give it. Mitch, what's the algo think? You know, uh, this is an interesting game because obviously there's a lot of different factors around COVID, but I think this is too many points. And uh, when I was running the numbers, the algo had Tampa Bay winning 33 to 25. Um, so you're getting a point and a half of value on Detroit. Um, I don't love this pick. I really don't. I think there's a lot of variables. But here's the thing. Tampa Bay is just, especially of late, um, they just they don't impress me that much. You just don't know who's showing up. I mean, they had to battle back. And unless they were playing another team other than Falcons, who just blow every single lead they ever have. Um, you know, I, 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 I just think this is too many points here, um, especially on the road. Um, this line, by the way, opened up at seven and a half. It's now at nine and a half, obviously, with that news. And you've got 68% of the betting public coming in on Tampa Bay. Uh, Detroit, I feel, is just like the king of backdoor covers. I feel like this game is just going to look terrible. And then Detroit's just going to get a garbage touchdown and they're going to get the cover. I don't love it, but we're going to go with it. Tampa doesn't inspire a lot of confidence with me either, but I just. I think Detroit's just a dumpster fire, and mixing in with COVID woes, whatever you want to call them, I I just think they get smoked here. Uh, I like the bet. I like Tampa. Let's roll with the Algo. Or, I'm sorry, the Algo's picking the Lions. Boo, Algo is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Yes. Okay. All right, let's move on. Arizona at home against San Francisco. San Francisco has signed Josh Rosen this week. Their quarterback play has been fucking atrocious, even though they did put up 38 points against the Cowboys last week. If you're losing the Cowboys, you fucking suck. And without Jimmy Garoppolo, the 49ers have proven to be a truly awful team. But that being said, this is a division game, this game being played in Arizona, where San Francisco's basically been living and headquartered anyway. So it's maybe the the road element of that is minimized. Who knows? Arizona, a five-point favorite after a big win last week against Philadelphia. They are still in the hunt in the playoff chase. Uh, San Francisco has obviously nothing to play for. If you like Arizona, you give five points. Mitch, what's the algo say? Yeah, especially when this line falls in at that five number. It, you know, if you're a dog, you're like, okay, five is kind of this middle number that I feel is almost like uh, really a seven-point or six-point line. Five does nothing for you. I think there's so much value on Arizona here. Uh, betting public seems to agree 65% uh, are on Arizona. And that line, by the way, some serious line movement opened up at two and a half. It's now at five. Um, I think this line could even go higher. I would jump all over Arizona. Uh, t- I'm sorry, excuse me. I'm going to go back here because I've got marbles in my mouth. <laughs> Arizona, 31. San Francisco, 24. You're getting two points of value. Uh, pick his cargoes all the way. Yeah, go jump on Arizona right now because I, I agree with you, Mitch. I think this line's going to continue to go up. Uh, you have any thoughts on this one, Brad? No, I Mitch pretty much covered it. I like the insight uh, into five-point uh, spreads being a underdog nightmare. All right, let's keep moving. Uh, Vegas, their season is now over uh, for any competitive reason. 
I imagine Marcus Mariota is going to be the starter this week. They take on Algo favorite, the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins are only three-point favorites at Vegas, which this number strikes me as being far too low. If you like Miami, you give three. Uh, Miami's still very much in the hunt for a playoff uh, appearance. This Vegas team is done. They ha- they they started 6-2 and two last season and melted down. They're currently in the middle of a meltdown. You do have Marcus Mariota trying to, you know, prove himself, I guess. If you if you like Vegas, that's what you kind of stick to. But, you know, that's the emotional side of this. What does the technical algorithm say, Mitch? Yeah, I mean, is there a doubt? Uh, the algo loves the Miami Dolphins, uh, and it has not stopped. It's not stopping this week. Um, the quarterback change I don't think really hurts the Raiders – that much. I'm only seeing a couple points um, of, of difference between Carr and Mariota. It's really their defense that can't stop anybody, and the Dolphins are just finding different ways to not only win, but also cover. Um, Algo has the Dolphins winning 30-23. to 23. Uh, I think this line should be substantially higher in the Dolphins' favor. Uh, this is an easy cover for the Dolphins, and this is my lock of the week. I absolutely love Ooh, this game. Let me give you one. Lock it in. I, I love it. Oh, Charlie even likes it. Yeah, Charlie likes it too. What do you think, Brad? I'm I'm all about it. The uh the the, Huge Dolphins, on the Dolphins. Yeah, they're the, they're the darlings of the algo, and uh, we're gonna just keep on riding that luck train. All right, boom. Let's keep rolling on this train. The New York Jets host the Cleveland Browns. The Jets actually won last week. They might be, you know, they should have beat the Raiders, what, two or three weeks ago whenever they lost on that stupid fucking play. I guess it was two weeks ago. They're hot right now. And they get nine and a half points at home against, I can't believe I'm saying it, the Cleveland Browns, who are 10-4, and four, uh, very much in the hunt for a playoff uh, spot, even still in the hunt for their division crown with the way the Steelers are melting down. Nine and a half, though. But... You know, I'm just a man. What does the computer say, Mitch? Yeah, I mean, this is. I think this is the most amount of um, action coming in on one team for the entire week. You've got 87% of the betting public backing the Browns. Uh, this is an easy, easy play. I especially think after the Jets winning the Rams and possibly losing out on Lawrence, uh, I think they're going to get an earful from the coaching, uh, from the management <laughs> to the coaching. I, I, I can't believe. Can we just talk about how this dare you win? Because I, 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 you know, obviously I'm all for you know these teams competing and whatnot. But at, at but you know Lawrence, he is a he's Peyton Manning with speed, with, which to me exactly. is Andrew Luck, I mean, what, Peyton what Manning. He did what he did to the Colts franchise is what Lawrence will do to any franchise. And the fact that they went out and they actually not just covered, which we want them to do, we want them to cover. But, man, I mean, it's got to suck to be a Jets fan. Oh, brutal. That being said, this is an absolute runaway. The Jets are going to lay down. The Browns are going to throttle them. The algorithm has the Browns winning by 14 you're getting four and a half points of value. It's Cleveland Browns all the way. I can't think the Jets show up at all. Boom. 
I, mean, I love it. What, how I how do you the, even argue with that? The Jets are just hung over from drinking champagne all week from actually getting a win. Uh, you can't argue it. There's a lot of what's the value play there? Uh, four and a half. Looking at nine and a half. Four and a half. Still four and a half points. That's that's big. All right, let's move on. Uh, Jacksonville hosts Chicago. We'll go quick because this game fucking blows. The Bears put it together here. I think they've won two in a row. They have MVP Mitch running around, you know, playing for his his career. They have their coach trying to save his job. They suck though, but Jacksonville sucks worse. Uh, Jacksonville is a seven and a half point road dog. Some heavy road dogs this week. Mitch, what's the algo say about this dog of a game? You bring up a great point, and and I this is one of those weeks that's actually terrifying as a handicapper because the things that you just mentioned, being on the road and being a favorite, that typically doesn't work out well for handicappers. There's just such a disparity between the quality of opponents that these favorites are playing that I think road favorites are actually going to come out on top. And this is another one. The Bears are completely playing differently under Mitch. He's got something to prove. He looks great on offense. Granted, he's played a couple of terrible defensive teams. The Vikings, they couldn't stop anything right now. And I think uh, I think we're, we're going to roll with uh, we're going to roll with the Bears here. Seventy two percent of the betting public uh, are on Chicago. Uh, there's some significant line movement there too. This is actually some of the biggest line movement that I've seen. That line opened up at four and a half. It's now at seven and a half, and uh, I still feel confident backing the Bears. The algorithm has the Bears winning thirty one to twenty one. So you're getting two and a half on the value there. Boom. I like it. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. What do you think, Brad? No, I feel good about it. I mean, Jacksonville is absolutely laying down at this point now that they've secured the number one draft pick. They Mon- haven't announced who's going to start this week. Montgomery's I mean, I, playing great for them. Uh, they've established a the running game. They've always had a pretty good defense. I think that they come out and steamroll, too. I think Jacksonville lays down. They don't even want to flirt with possibly winning. Uh, Bears all day. All right, I just hate betting on MVP Mitch. He'll make you crazy the entire game. Um, but we'll see. Atlanta goes to Kansas City. The Chiefs coming off the big win against New Orleans. Atlanta managed to blow another giant lead to Tom Brady because they are fucking pathetic. But they're getting 10.5 points at Kansas City. The Chiefs win every week, but they also win by a touchdown or less every week. So does that trend continue? Ten and a half point favorites, Mitch. What's the algo say? Yeah, Kansas City. We really haven't been on KC all too much. Um, they really have not been covered. And you know, Atlanta. Um, they they covered for us last week. If they get off to a good start, uh, which I think they will, um, I think Ryan's going to be able to put up some points and keep it within striking distance. This is a big number. This line opened at eleven and a half. Now it's ten and a half. Uh, the algorithm has Kansas City winning at home 30-23. to 23. Uh, I expect this to be a, a, a closer game than that number. I think that there's too many points for Ryan and, and some of those offensive threats that, that they've got. This is, this is too many points. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, it's down to 10 points on mybookie.ag. So, yeah, it's, it's trending in that direction. Um, I don't know, man. 
the Chiefs have played every single team close for the recent since recent memory. So I mean, ten points is a whole lot of spread there. I'm I'm with Diago, I suppose, riding with Atlanta, right? That's right. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I I don't really love this one, but you know, the algo is God and I am not. So we'll just uh, keep moving. All right. The Pittsburgh Steelers who have looked terrible three weeks in a row are actually longer than that. But anyway, they host Indianapolis. This is kind of shocking. A team that was 11 and 0 is now a one and a half point or home favorite. I'm going to say that again. They're a one and a half point home dog. Is this the first time this year they've been a dog? I'm sh- it's got to be, It has right? to be, right? Indy, a one-and-a-half-point road favorite at Pittsburgh. What's the algo say? And I think the algo has a strong opinion here. You know, this is – so I have a lock of the week, but this week we're going to have a hammer of the week. Ooh. And that hammer of the week is going to be on the cold because I don't think the Steelers are going to win another football game. Something is really? seriously broken with Big Ben and that offense. They look absolutely terrible. Their defense isn't good. It's more about their offense putting their defense in really bad positions. Agreed. And they are completely broken. And guess what? This Colts team, they had a legitimate chance to go deep in the playoffs and scare some big contenders. So I would be, you know, if you asked me a month ago, I'd say the Steelers. I mean, they just looked incredible. Um, they were undefeated, and this is not the this is not the team that they want to face. These teams are going in completely different directions. I love the Colts here. They're going to win on the road, and the Algo will back that up. They've got the Colts winning thirty-one to twenty-four, and honestly, I don't think Pittsburgh's going to be able to put twenty-four on. This is going to be a blowout in favor of the Colts. I mean, it's not like Cincinnati's defense is setting the world on fire, and they absolutely destroyed. They dismantled the Steelers uh, last week. You're right. It's That offense is just totally sputtering. Nobody's on the same page. They're barely getting first downs. Unless something turns, like, and I don't even know what the fix is. Like, the, everything is, it's not like anyone's really hurt besides James Conner's been out in and out of the lineup. They're, they're starting running back, but... I mean, other than that, like, what even is it? Like, how do you even fix something? It's oh, it's almost like they're just, I don't know. It's it, They're just like snake bit at this point. I'm with you. And here's the final thing that I'm going to say about this game, because I love knowing what the betting public is doing. 69% of the betting public are coming in on the Colts. Mm. I love that number. That, to me, just says hammer, and it gets your girl. I mean, cash, 69, <laughs> it's... It's a winner. Let's go. Good Look omens all around. Time. All right, moving on. Uh, so we, we're all over Indy. All right, moving on. Baltimore at home, a team that's fighting for its playoff live against the New York Giants, another team fighting for its playoff life. Uh, nobody knows who's going to start for the Giants again. It's just always up in the air. They suck, though. I hate them. I hate their kicker. <laughs> I, I hate their coach, really. I mean, I had their kicker last week, and twice inside the, the the red zone, they just decided not to go for it, including one time running a fake punt with a punter throwing a pass, which had no fucking chance. But what are you going to do? Uh, the line here is Baltimore getting or giving 11 points at home 
against the Giants. 11-point favorite Baltimore. Uh, Mitch, what's the algo say? This is a lot of points. This is. Uh, and these these teams are going in completely different directions. And the Giants got hot for a little bit. And the algo was riding the Giants, feeling Daniel Jones. And now the algo has just abandoned. Thanks for a few weeks of, of, of winning a few games. And, and we're moving on. Yeah, thanks and for the good times. We're all over Baltimore here. Uh, that line opened up. Uh, I believe at ten now it's at eleven. Um, it, it may it may creep a little bit more, um, but the algo has Baltimore winning thirty to seventeen. I think this is going to be an absolute rout. Um, what you saw Baltimore do last week to Jacksonville, the algo was wrong. It was one of the few picks that was wrong. They're going to do the exact same thing to this Giants team. Um, Giants have no business even contending in this game, let alone covering the spread. None of that's happening. Feel really good about Baltimore, although it's a big number. Uh, Baltimore's got something to prove, and, and their offense is in gear. No question about it. Definitely, man. There's nothing like playing Jacksonville and just kind of getting your mojo back. I mean, Baltimore just fucked up Jacksonville last week, and they just looked good. They look good again. They're inspiring confidence, and now they're coming into this week with some uh, I'm with you 100%. All right. Houston, another team that sucks versus another team that sucks, the Cincinnati Bengals, who are atrocious. Uh, the Bengals are nine and a, are nine point underdogs at Houston. Houston shouldn't be favored by nine points against any team in America in any football uh, level. The Texans find ways to lose games at the end. I can't believe they're nine point home favorites. Did they put it together and get it done this week, Mitch? I, I don't like this game one way or the other. I don't know how you can take either side of this game. This, this screams layoff um, for me. I'm just not taking this game. If I'm, you know, betting three or four games, this is not at the top of the list uh, in my confidence of what the algo is spitting out. Um, I just I hate betting on bad teams. I really do. Um, that being said, you've got two bad teams. Um, Diago has the Texans winning 23 to 17. I could see this game going either way. I, I, I really don't know what to think. Um, I think this is too big a number for, for the Texans, but then, then again, you look at the Bengals win last week and, you know, do they just come back down to earth after just beating up on a, on a shitty Steelers team? Um, it, it really does. I really think this is too big of a number. Um, you're getting three points of value on Cincy, and you know, look, if you're in a pick 'em league and you got to pick them all, I'd be taking Cincy here. Nice. Okay, I think that's fair. I think so too. Fuck the Texans; they suck. All right, moving on. Washington hosting Carolina. This is the Ron Rivera Bowl. I'm surprised by this line. Carolina, a two and a half point favorite in Washington. Uh, Dwayne Haskins is hitting titters. Who knows who's going to start at quarterback? The the expectation is that um, what's his name, the dude from Utah, Alex Smith, <laughs> will start. But they are two and a half point home underdogs. I tend to like the Washington football team here, but what does the algo like? Yeah, first off, you're wrong because the Redskins are favored, okay, by two and a half. So um, whatever you were thinking, you won. Oh, that one's on me. Okay, that makes much more sense, to be fair. Washington, a two-and-a-half-point home favorite. Apologies. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? The Algo has 
been a big fan of the Skins for quite some time. Um, the football the team. I think Seattle. I think Seattle exploited some things last week. Uh, Washington was able to get uh, a, a the last score of that game because they were running away with that game, and it looked like Seattle was going to get an easy cover, and the Skins were able to hang in there. I, I don't think um, that this week is going to go that direction. I think it's going to be more of that first half of football that you saw from the Redskins and what Seattle was able to do with them. I think this is going to be a close game. But for, for my money, this would be my money line underdog play of the week. Ooh. Carolina wins, escapes with a win. Yago has Carolina winning 21-20. to 20. Again, if you're going to take the points, tie it up to three. But I feel really good about Carolina and uh, McCaffrey's coming back. Yeah, that's what I was going to so say. I, that's I, a big thing. I, I think. I think that. I think that over pursuit of that defensive line. I think that's going to hurt them. You're going to see a lot of dump passes, and I, I think Carolina comes away with that victory here. I really do. I feel good about that. Nice. I'm with you, man. I like that too. All right, money line it is. Uh, I don't like it, but I respect the algo. Mike is just so scared. We will continue. The Clippers. The Clippers, the LAC. I will not get I can't over help it either. The Chargers. It's just weird. The Chargers, the LA Chargers are at home. They host Denver, uh, who looks just terrible last week <laughs> against Buffalo at home. But the Chargers, I, 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 you can't bet on this fucking dog of a team, can you? They're three-point home favorites against Denver. What's the algo say about this terrible game? You know, um, I think this is probably going to be a high-scoring game. I could see uh, Moss go off. I could see Herbert go off and uh, have a lot of have a lot of points. They're going to have some fun. Both air this thing out. Um, I think this is a closer game um, than than what you might expect. Look, Buffalo is a legitimate contender uh, in the AFC. They've got a strong team. They've got some of the best quarterback play that I've seen. They've got great defense. Um, I don't expect uh, Denver to have a similar showing. Uh, the Alga will back that up. This is going to be a close one. Chargers win 25 to 24. You're getting two points of value on Denver. And um, 64% of the betting public coming in on the Chargers. I like that. I think this is kind of a savvy bet here backing the Broncos. I feel good about that. And worst comes to worst, I think it's being a field goal game. Nice. Yeah. Worst comes to worst is the push. Going against the general public, I'm in. I'm all in. Uh, Broncos for sure. I, I just don't like, I think that this team, the the Chargers, Clippers, I, I think that they have a lot of, of bright spots in their future, especially with a quarterback and Herbert. I just, I don't think that this is the year, and I think, yeah, I think that this is, this is a bad spot for them. So I like Denver here. I tend to agree with this one. I tend to agree with this one. I just don't trust the Chargers. Let's move on. Uh, Another team I don't trust as far as I can throw them, the fucking Dallas Cowboys. Really, either of these uh, teams. Yeah, they host the pathetic Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles are two-and-a-half-point road favorites. Do I have this right? The Eagles, a a two-and-a-half-point road favorite in Dallas. You do have that Uh, right. Jalen Hurts has been playing incredibly well the last two weeks, or at least for a rookie anyway. Uh they have done different things with him. Week one, they ran the football. Week two, they threw the football. 
We'll see what happens against the Cowboys, a defense that can't stop a nosebleed. But the offense has looked a little bit better with Andy Dalton at the helm the last couple weeks. Cowboys, a two-and-a-half-point home dog. Mitch, what's the algo say? Yeah, I don't understand this line. I, I really don't. Um, sure, Hurts has, has looked uh, good. Um, but I feel like this Dallas team, you know, is out there just, they're not laying down and, and they're continuing to compete. Um, I think, I think they've got the wrong team favorite. Um, and especially in a, a division matchup, uh, a rivalry like an Eagles Cowboys game, although probably not with the same, um, <laughs> abysmal records that, that we've seen in, in years. Usually one of these teams is pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, I just I, I think the wrong team is favored here, and the Alvo has liked the boys of recent. Um, this would be a field goal game, and Dallas is going to prevail on top, twenty-three to twenty. Uh, you're getting some good value on on Dallas. This is another one Are of you those money plays line? that I, I would consider money lining on the boys here. I really would. I I, I do not like a divisional um, matchup like this. Yeah, and back this Philadelphia team that you don't know what you're getting week in and week out versus, you know, yeah, Andy Dalton kind of, I don't know. Yeah, he, he, I don't hate him as much as you do, Micah. <laughs> I, th- I think he's, you know, a serviceable he's uh, quarterback. And and uh, let's see what happens. I, I, I don't know if Elliott's back, and I think he is, but I'll tell you what, that kid Pollard, he had a great game. Yeah, Zeke can stay on the bench. Pollard fallen. I, I just feel like I, this is Vegas trying to, to sucker the people here. They're, they're riding the Jalen Hurts, whatever, heat train, and they've favored the Eagles here, and it just doesn't seem like, yeah, I'm, I'm riding Dallas here pretty confidently. All right. You're right about that. 74% of the betting public. Yeah, they're suckers. The and then watch Jalen Hurts come That's out and just torch them. That is surprising to me. All right, let's move on. Uh, three more games here. Seattle hosting the Rams. Seattle uh, looking to be putting it all together. The Rams laying the biggest egg in the history of football last week, losing at home to the Jets in an inexplicable, unforgivable loss. They are one-and-a-half-point underdogs at Seattle. So Vegas says, Vegas thinks, if you take out, if you add the three-point home field advantage, that the Rams are the better football team, even after what they did last week. Does the Algo agree? What does the Algo see here? Well, first and foremost, um, yeah, it's weird. I feel like I don't know what Seattle does week in and week out. It's like they play down to their competition, and I, I just don't know what's going on with them. But I still think they're a good football team. Um, I don't know how you can back the Rams uh, other than expecting a huge bounce back week after losing you know, to a team that hasn't won a game in the Jets and literally are playing for the fans. So I don't know what that week was, that week is going to be like uh, in practice for those guys, but it's probably not going to be fun. Um, I know they're going to come out with a ton of a vengeance and, and try and um, win this football game. Uh, I see the Seahawks winning in a close one, 24 to 21, uh, I like taking the Seahawks with one and a half points of value, and I'll feel good about it. I, I don't know if the Rams are going to come away with a win here. Yeah. My only thing is the Rams 
they're like they ride and die with Jared Goff, and when he comes out and looks like shit right off the bat, like you know you're in some big fucking trouble, and that's kind of what happened last week with the Jets. I wonder how, I mean, like, I, I just can't imagine what the mentality of that locker room is like. And he's looking at Goff and being like, what the fuck, man? You're playing like a junior varsity squad and you just shit the bed. Anyways, I just, I'm with you, man. I like Seattle here. I don't have any confidence in the Rams. That defense on the Rams uh, is incredible. But if you can't move the ball, what are you supposed to do? So, yeah, interesting nonetheless. I love Seattle here, too. All right, moving on. Two more games. Green Bay host Tennessee uh, this is a pretty good game on paper at least the Green Bay Packers still looking to tie up the number one seed in the NFC Tennessee looking like a solid playoff team and looking dangerous uh, although they have a mediocre defense but that offense is coming together Ryan Tannehill's been playing really fantastic football of late Tennessee is a three-point road dog at Green Bay so Vegas thinks these are essentially even teams what does the algo say about these teams? Yeah, it's going to be a close one. And right now, 74% of the action is backing the Titans. Uh, I tend to agree. Uh, that line opened up at four. And I am seeing that line now at three. Um, I think that's probably where it's going to settle. Um, the algorithm, surprisingly, uh, has the Titans winning this game outright 27 to 26. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but I feel good with the Titans getting the three points because I think this might come down to a field goal game. I, I give the edge here to the Titans, but let's see what uh, Aaron Rodgers has made of. I think this is one of their biggest tests of the season. And, uh, you know, mark my words, this is potential Super Bowl matchup. This could be a preview. Have you guys I heard see this happening yeah. again in January? <laughs> Have you guys heard the the dialogue going around the talk shows that Tannehill and um, Rodgers are are essentially super our MVP candidates, and this game is like a matchup between who could potentially come out on top in that voting? Have you guys heard any of this this madness? How's Tannehill? I have not heard Ryan Tannehill's name. I, that's associated that's with what MVP. I'm saying. I have not heard Tannehill mentioned at all. Like the guy was sitting on waivers in our fantasy league until like week 14. Uh, I, I, I there's no way that he's in the same conversation with Rogers, Mahomes, right. and Josh Allen, right? right? I mean, th- there's there's just no way. I mean, he's but, had two. I, mean, I, I don't know. I'd have to look the at the numbers. Maybe they're really good. Yeah, he's been but really I, good. The I last just see the I'll tell you there. one thing. I, I, I will bring up one thing. He, you know, Rogers has no question the best catcher rating uh, in the league, sitting at 118. And right behind him, in the same company as Mahomes, Watson, and Tannehill, they're all sitting at 110. Mm. Tannehill's damn good, so and he, he's, he's really underappreciated. He's in very good company. Yeah, very underappreciated. I think this is the game of the week. I think it is too. Okay. And then the uh, the last game of the week is this on Monday night? I guess this is the last Monday nighter of the year. New England hosts Buffalo. New England officially eliminated from the playoffs for the first time in a thousand years. Basically, uh, still have a chance to get to it five hundred record, but who knows? Buffalo, after a super impressive win last week in Denver goes to New England with a chance to make a statement in the NFC East to say, this is our division. We run this bitch. Uh, They have already clinched it, but this would uh, go a little bit further as far as uh, an emotional win in my mind. But let's see. They get an extra day uh, day of rest here. Buffalo, a seven-point 
road favorite in New England. God, I don't know the last time the Pats were seven-point underdogs at home. But what does the algo say? Yeah, you know, this is interesting because uh, maybe two months ago, a um, month and a half ago, this New England team went to Buffalo and made it a really close game. It was 24-21. to 21. Buffalo ended up prevailing. Um, obviously, looking at this game on paper, after Buffalo's win, uh, New England's uh, terrible game against the Dolphins. Um, this thing screams Buffalo. That line opened up at four and a half. It jumped to seven. People are all over uh, Buffalo. 80% of the betting public is on Buffalo. Uh, as Lee Corso says, not so fast. <laughs> I think this is going to be a, a much closer game than what people think. I'm not being a New England homer. I've actually completely given up on them. Other than watching the red zone last weekend, I didn't even tune into that Pats game. I mean, they, they're just disgusting to me. And I heard rumbling that they may even bring Cam Newton back, which makes my stomach turn. For next year? I hope that's not the case. <laughs> yes. I hope that's not the case. I would rather see this kid did him get a go than see Cam Newton under center because that guy look whatever leader he is in the clubhouse and I don't care how much study and I don't care how much effort you put in to winning football games the bottom line is you're not a good football player there's a reason why New England gave you a million dollars and to me after I've seen his record I personally think he they overpaid I would have rather had him and see what I got in the kid and maybe you know I've got TV 12 2.0 but Mitch how bad like must Stidham that. be? How bad must he be to be sitting right now behind a banged up Cam Newton? Cam is just throwing the ball into the ground, like he's trying to throw like ten yard passes and they're landing seven yards and in, like into the pass, whatever. It, it's he must be very bad if he's not gotten called up at this point. I don't know <laughs> what Cam Newton does. It's like he's Baker Mayfield size, and he can't see over the line. I don't know what he does because he telegraphs every pass. All you have to do as a defender is stick your pinky out and guarantee it's going to tip the ball and go for an interception. He I, sucks. I contend that, that he's injured that, or something. I think he's still got it. I think he comes back next year and is good, but that's just me. You're high as fuck. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> Thank high, you. Brent. Thank uh, you. Mitch, do you have any reaction to um, the fact that the quarterback coach for Cam Newton, Jed Fish, is leaving the Patriots to become the new head coach at the Arizona Wildcats? Ooh, that's some news. Good for him. Uh, also, who Tucson's the, the shit. Who he coach? Never who heard he his name for. once in my life. Yeah, <laughs> who he coached for? Uh, I guess the Arizona Wildcats now. Mm. And yeah. that's it. Bear down. And, and who cares? All I remember about the Arizona Wildcats this year is how Arizona State absolutely embarrassed them. So good for him. Let that guy take a coaching job with a with a shitty team. I could care less about that guy. Boom. Spoken like a true New Englander. Okay. That That's being it. said, Buffalo wins 24 <laughs> to 20. You're getting three points of value on New England. I feel good about it. I think this is going to be a closer game than what people think. More defensive mind, and not because it's Cam, but what this defense does. Okay. Way to bring so it full circle rolling. here. So we're riding Pats. You got three points of value uh, gambling on the Pats with a seven-point spread. Very nice. Good week, boys. This was fun. It was. Mitch, thank you for being truly international, calling us from deep in the heart of Mexico. It means the world to us. El Mitch. You bet. Let's go.
All right. Well, until, until next, next time. time. Yeah. Mm, hit it, Brad. Thank you. Till next time, fam. Mm, bye bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs>